So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. Okay, I got a five-star review here called uh, Helpful and Inspiring from Aaron Bradley. Aaron says, I love this podcast. I always learn something new because Pat has a way of interviewing that leaves no stone unturned. Appreciate you, Pat, and all of the guests who share their stories and strategies. Thank you, Aaron Bradley. Five stars on iTunes. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. And here are the list of Rebus University graduates just this week. From the Certified Listing Agent course, Craig Burns from Redux Realty. Congratulations, Craig. The Certified Buyer Agent, Jason Gooden, again from Long and & Foster. And the Certified Team Agent, Sanford Brown from Cell State Select. Congratulations to all the Rebus University graduates this week. Okay, Rockstar Nation, man, I got a great guest today. We're going to get into some really deep stuff that you need to know about. Today, we're going to be talking more about something coming down the road, which is important, which is transparency in the real estate offer. And it's going to become more and more transparent uh, through blockchain technology, specifically uh, something that this guest is doing with a button she's created with her company, ShelterZoom, uh, on an offer now button that actually is taking real estate agents out of the equation or, or bringing them along, but at the same time, letting buyers and sellers talk to each other direct so agents don't stand in the way, which they have started to do. And we're going to talk about how it's going to change the future of how you do business and that sort of thing. And we're going to dig deep into this. So, okay, without further ado, let's uh, welcome Chow Ching Shirlin to Real Estate Rockstars. Welcome, Chow. Hi, Pat. Yeah, I love your introduction. And um, it, it's actually just one thing, if you don't mind, if I quickly correct. It's actually uh, the, uh, we still very much... Uh, use agent in our whole platform. So I understand. And, and I threw that in because I think it's important that, you, you know, I, I and I'm going to get into why I said that in a minute, but uh, let's, let, why don't you tell everybody about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, Chow Ching Shorlin, you're very rightly pronounced. <laughs> and I'm actually um, an Australian and um, just moved to United States from Australia. I really love both countries. And um, so I have, um, you know, Chinese heritage, as you can see. Um, so basically what happened is uh, last two years and um, myself and my business partner 
very much teamed up and uh, look across um, the entire uh, real estate industry to see uh, how we can actually innovate in you know, what are the process and what are the areas actually really require um, some significant transformation or uplift. So what we have found is the often acceptance um, area. So as you uh, mentioned, um, the reason being is if you look actually the whole uh, real estate process, you can break down into three components. The first component is uh, people actually do the online search or go out to view a house. And then the second component is as soon as they uh, find their dream home, then they need to really start this offering uh, acceptance process. So it's quite, um, you know, paper involved and a very heavy, you know, you need to do negotiation, you need to get your agent, you know, buy agent, listing agent and, you know, talk. Or you can actually, if you don't have a buy agent, you need to really have some skill to do the, uh, you know, the negotiation with the listing agent. Then once the acceptance happened, you produce an offer agreement or in some states it's actually contract. And that will take to the closing stage. So that what we usually is a transaction management kind of uh, process. So if you break down into those three buckets, you will notice the first bucket is really so heavily innovated. So everyone's having this, uh, you know, amazing website, you know, browsing houses, you know, finding some very cool technology behind even the CRM, you know, the, the video, the uh, floor plan, and it's just amazing. And then the transaction management, the e-closing process is also quite a few uh, players in this space already. Some are major players. But then the middle one is kind of uh, really absent from the mainstream technology. So people can find a dream home. As soon as they find something, the technology stops there. So you really have to rely on a lot of manual uh, process or ring up the agent and say, hey, I want to make, a, uh, make an offer on a property then this whole entire uh, area is very slow. Yes, and then you're relying on the agent's schedule. Do they have time to put the offer together? Exactly. You know, and, and if they're busy, it could be slow. And in a, in a tough market, you could lose out on the house. That's, um, That's very, very spot on. And also you rely on agent to present to the seller. Right. Yeah, and then, the, you know, what's the speed of doing that? Aging sometimes can be away or sometimes can be busy with something else. And that's what I was saying. The agent gets in the way. And, and, and this is top of mind because I was, I was just on a, a Facebook group, Lab Code Agents, this morning. And there was an agent that was on there, and she said that the, the, the buyer agent had made a peculiar request, and this, this request happened to be asking for more commission. And they made it in the inside of the contract. And she was saying that she is not presenting her, this offer to the seller uh, until the agent calls her back because she didn't feel it was right for the agent to request this percentage commission uh, in the contract. And the people online were like, um, you know, you, you don't have that right. You can't withhold it from the seller because of your personal opinion. The seller needs to know about that offer. And she's like, no, well, I'm going to wait until he responds and I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. And the other agent who was working with the buyer clearly was not returning her calls 
because he knew that eventually if she wanted to sell the damn house that she would present it to the seller meantime 48 hours has already gone by so this is a clear example of how real estate agents are getting in the way of a poor buyer who wants to buy a house and a poor seller who wants to sell a house and i just literally saw this this morning so so what you're trying to do is create a button and have created a button called offer now where a consumer can touch said button and an offer is submitted to the seller and it doesn't matter what the agent's personal problems are or what point they want to get across they can't stand in the way or the fact that they got six more appointments or the fact that they're too busy or the fact that they're on vacation and they're, you know, it's a, they have to go to a bar mitzvah or whatever, all that is out of the way and they can hit a button called offer now. Now, yeah. how does this work and, and, and at what level do the buyer and seller of a property uh, communicate because I think that in the reason people hire real estate agents is because they don't want to talk to each other. You know what I mean? They want the agent to deal with it. That's but at the same time, you got agents getting in the way. So how do we solve this problem? So it's a really uh, something we need to strike the balance because we absolutely see the value in agents. Like you said, buyer, seller, it's very hard for those two parties to really agree on something. You actually do need a middleman and to facilitate to really... Um, you know, may, may strike the deal, you know, with both parties. So, uh, so as you rightly uh, said, and a lot of times the offer gets delayed and sometimes may not be um, the fault at the, the agent. But if you look at MLS, a lot of multiple listing services, and a lot of times they get involved in uh, resolving disputes between buyer agent or uh, listing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, because, um, you know, the, uh, that they said, oh, I'll put in this offer first, and then they can argue, no, another offer came in first. And there's no um, uh, verif uh, verif verification, right? Exactly. And there's no way to track and to see exactly what happened. But for the, uh, that, that was one of the ma major reasons behind Shelters and Solutions. We want to uplift that transparency. So how that works, and to answer your question on that, the button is one thing, right? So it's basically we created that button called Offer Now, and it's a widget, and it can be installed on any real estate website. So once you install this um, button and uh, you have a very simple kind of data integration, and anytime people, um, you know, it doesn't matter they've already been to the house, looked the house, or they actually, um, you know, just happen to be uh, online browsing and really love that, a house, they can press the button, say offer now. Then they need to go through uh, the offer submission form, so which is a widget form. So they basically put in their purchaser uh, details. And if they do have a buyer agent, they can say, this is my buyer agent uh, details. Or a buyer agent actually can submit on a buyer's behalf. So there are two groups of people can use that button, buyers or buyer agents. So once they put in the buyer information or buyer agent information, then they uh, basically um, um, need to um, describe the terms. So what are the offer price, down payments, you know, the contract dates. Closed. Okay, so let me let me slow you down a little bit. Like, like yeah. who is like is ShelterZoom determining the ten most important things that are in an offer, or is do the agents have control of that? 
Um, the the buyer, the buyer needs to actually. Just no, I know the buyer. I know the buyer is implementing right um, offer, earnest money deposit, settlement date. Yeah. Do you, do you pick the questions? Oh, okay, yeah. So Shelter Zoom, pick the questions. Uh, pick the question based on the industry feedback. So we basically utilize the um, the industry experts telling us these are the things need to go into an offer. And how many things do you have? So we have um, probably about six, seven sections so in the offer form, and including the bank, uh, the mortgage status, uh, the, the pre-approval uh, yeah. qualification letter, in all the major things required. Okay, for okay. So you're making this like commercial real estate. Uh, it's because, both, uh, yeah, because because I own commercial properties, right? I have a shopping center, and I'll give you an example. Right now, I have a lease. Uh, Edward Jones Financial Franchise is, is trying to lease a spot that's empty in my building, and um, so they give what they call a letter of intent. Yeah, and a letter of intent says this is the rent. This is when we want to move in. You know, this is all about us. Mm-hmm. And then we go back and forth with the letter of intent, and when we ha- reach an agreement, then boom, you 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 go to the legal docs with the contract, right? The lease. Yeah. And essentially, that's what you're kind of doing, right? You're creating what doesn't exist in the real for most part of the residential real estate world is a letter of intent. I mean, it's not a binding document by any means, right? It's just saying if you agree to my intention to pay this price, settle this date with these contingencies and this type of mortgage, I will have my agent draft up a legal document. Is that what it is? Um, it actually, uh, more than that. So and how? Yeah. I need to actually uh, explain to you how that works. Then you will uh, actually... Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. So you, you're right. But, uh, the, basically, the buff, uh, button is for both uh, residential and the commercial. Um, so th- it really works for uh, for both scenarios. So once actually a buyer or buyer agent submit an offer, then from that onwards, all the parties get you know invited in and get involved. So they use our dashboard. So the dashboard actually will allow them to um, manage all the actions um, in relation to an offer. So like making a counter offer, revised offer, accept offer, and then you can um, get your seller and the buyer both sign the offer, so to use the blockchain e-signature. And uh, you basically can manage your entire process through our dashboard. You don't need any paperwork. So right at the end, that's where, um, you know, I'll try to explain to you whether it goes beyond the intention of, um, you know, buying. So we actually produce the offer agreement or uh, contract agreement based on each state's requirement. So, for example, in California or in uh, North Carolina, they, they are um, state-mandated or MLS-mandated forms, and we will try to support that um, regulatory requirement. And we don't really, uh, we, we're not responsible for people like bonding as such because we are the service provider, but we at least help them generate the uh, document they require. So they provide us what document they require, what format is in, and we basically image the data according to their uh, their requirement. So then they t- can take this um, document straight onto to their um, lawyer, 
or they can actually um, manage to do the closing from there onwards. Want to save over 87% on all 12 of our five-star rated real estate sales training courses at Rebus University? This is an opportunity that doesn't come around often, but for a limited time only, you can get instant access to all 12 of our courses all at once. Yeah, all 12 of the courses valued at over $10,000 for only $197 a month when you take action right now. Plus, I'm gonna throw in a 12-month membership to Big Profit Agents, a $564 value, absolutely free. Not only will you save $1,200 a year, 100 bucks a month, off our already heavily discounted all-access pass, but you'll lock in this price for life. And remember, you can cancel any time, and there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. Listing agent, buyer agent, leads bundle, Facebook ads, team agent, real estate mogul, and so much more. Access every single five-star course that I just mentioned instantly with your first payment of $197. Visit rebusuniversity.com. Under the courses tab, choose all access and then use the coupon code HYBEN and save $100 a month for life. You can also text HYBEN to 345 345 that's hyben to 345 345 and i'll send you over the url for your smartphone act now because there are a limited number of these coupons available rebusuniversity.com choose all access and use the coupon code hyben or text the word hyben the 345 345 So, so we kind of do more than just the, um, the intent, you know. So, but you are right because we, we can't really be respon uh, legally responsible for everyone's bonding, you know, because at the end of the day, you still require um, some legal professional to get involved and to execute the contract. So we, we're not in that space, yeah. Okay, so one of the reasons that, that agents have traditionally, you know, done this written contract and that sort of thing and, and, and gotten a, a personal check written for the deposit is because they've wanted the buyer to put their money where their mouth is, mm -hmm. right? They didn't want buyers just throwing a lob out there and, and making a lowball offer. They wanted to put the money where the mouth is. So if the seller said, all right, I'll take your offer. It was locked in solid done, right? Yeah. Um, so how do you ensure the buyer is serious? You know what I mean? So they're putting their money where their mouth is. Yeah. So one is we actually uh, do check, making sure they, for example, they upload the bank statement, a pre-qualification letter. So uh, making sure they are legitimate, you know. Then um, we do multiple levels of uh, verification and uh, like their mobile phone, and um, the, we create an Ethereum blockchain wallet for them as well. So it's all these actually carry through some of the identification. And so, so they have to, do they have to send $1,000 through the blockchain or $10,000 through the blockchain as a deposit? 
Uh, no, no, we, we don't actually handle that side of the money. So they still need to, in the offer submission, they need to say what is the earnest money amount, what is the, uh, the initial down payment. So then the agent can request the payment outside of our plan. Okay, yeah, I so got you. Because if you have a paper check, yeah, it's really psychological because a paper check is not good at to anything until it clears the bank. So why do you even have it to begin with? Right. I mean, if you think about it, why not? And another thing that this is very interesting because it's funny because for years, you know, agents have been taking contracts and then uh, sellers, when they get to the seller, sellers like, man, this is too confusing. I can't read all this. So the agent then creates a summary sheet, uh, which have the same thing that you're asking for in the summary sheet so the seller can understand it. Yeah. So exactly. So a lot of people, even the handwriting becomes so hard to read. And then also after a while, the paper doesn't look very, you know, clear. And this whole digital data, and then you can image on a document, one is it re really reduces so much of agents' paperwork. So now they can have just one mobile device and from the, the top and the dashboard aggregated view, see oh, how many offers are received on each property, what status is at, whether it's being accepted or rejected or under negotiation to all the way down to the, down to the detail of each offer and each vi uh, version of the offer. You know, say, uh, say uh, offer can have multiple versions because you made a multiple counter offers and some terms have changed. So you can actually see every single version in real time. And then every party involved, as long as you come to uh, the dashboard and everyone will see in real time and the status, the color change and alert you, you get notification. So it's extremely interactive and the people feel quite excited. You know, they know exactly when the list, uh, listing agent open up the, the uh, offer. They see. Oh, so there's a receipt. They can see, that's right. And they can, they can see, see when someone opened it. Now, wait a minute. There's a okay, so... I'm, I'm a buyer. I send it in, right? I fill out the offer now button. Yeah. I send it in. Does the real do the real estate agents know about it first, and then the sellers? Does everyone know about it at the same time? How does that work? So there are two scenarios. If we know the seller details, if uh, our um, partner who use our button send us the seller details along with the, um, the property address and listing agent detail, we can notify them simultaneously. So you have a listing agent. And so a they have to be a shelter Zoom customer. Uh, the seller doesn't need to be our customer, but the partner put our button, we call affiliates. They need to be our affiliates to- So the buyer agent has to be a- uh, no, no one needs to be our customer as long as the web, uh, the website has our button, and then ev everyone uh, can get involved. You mean the the listing agent's website has to have the offer now button? Offer now button, exactly. And then the then the seller will get it at the same time that the agent will get it if he signs up as well, which he did because he put it on his website. A agent definitely will get uh, if there's agent. and the buyer agent then has to put it on their website or, or get no the buyer account. agent doesn't need to put it on their website as long as there's a website have the button it doesn't matter whether you are um, even the listing agent if for example if it's a RDX feed right and the, the listing agent doesn't actually sign up with Shoutism they still will get a text telling them an offer has been put on the house. So then they can actually join and view the offer. 
So it doesn't really require uh, each individual, doesn't matter as consumer or a real estate agent to be our customer. And as long as the button is available on their properties, and then they will actually get the, the notification, then they can use our platform. So it's extremely agile and the uh, in the same. Okay. So, so, the, so let's just say, let's be devil's advocate, that a crazy person mm. goes on the button and keeps making an offer for a dollar and the seller's like, this guy's an idiot, he's a psycho. I, you know, I hired my real estate agent to protect me from people I don't want to have to deal with. He keeps asking me all these damn questions about my house. Um, he keeps wanting to see my house at 10 o'clock at night. Uh, somebody help me. How, how, is, how are they protected from psychos? Yeah. So one is actually that scenario probably uh, doesn't happen because the listing agent will be the one inviting the seller in. So I, I do need to explain. The listing that. agent will invite this. So yes, of course. The listing agent will be the first one receiving the uh, offers being placed, right? Wait a minute, let me stop you there. Yeah. So the listing agent gets it first and then they got to forward it to the seller? So then they invite seller in if we don't get the seller details. But if actually they give us the seller details right up, up front, then the seller will get it. So, so the listing agent yeah. can block the seller. The listing agent can block the seller if, uh, for whatever reason, but the buyer will be able to see. Control would be the reason. Yeah, control be the reason, but the buyer will be able to tell that the seller hasn't been informed. Okay, so so the listing agent would then have, sit down with the with the seller and say, "Listen, do you want to know the second it comes in every offer? Mm. You know, or would you rather me control them and keep out the butt nuts if there's some crazy ones?" And so, I mean, there's good and bad in that, right? I mean. There's good and bad in that for sure. Now, if the if the buyer can submit an offer, okay, so here's a big concern in the real estate industry, right? Mm. The reason that buyer agents have not been allowed to talk directly to sellers mm -hmm. and buyers have not been allowed to talk directly to sellers is a little bit about, you know, um, protocol. them screw protocol, but the reason the protocol initially was formed Mm. was because the listing agent didn't want the other agent stealing their listing, meaning they didn't, don't talk to my guy because you're going to try to steal it from me and, and put your sign in the front yard because they ended up liking you better than me and they fired me, right? So th there was like a, a protection of the listing. You know what I mean? So, so they didn't want the buyer agent really to deal with their client because they were afraid that that buyer agent was uh, that their uh, that their seller was going to like them better and and so you know that so that was the reason so we actually did delivered very much like that protocol so it's really the buy if you have a buyer agent the buyer agent will directly negotiate with listing agent they don't go straight to seller because we do build a, a chat function like a messaging within our platform and they can't go direct to seller if there's a listing agent involved listing agent and the buyer agent talk if there's no buyer agent involved then the buyer and the listing agent talk they don't go direct to seller so it's very much uh, but they can though, 
right? No, they can't in our, they can see, they can see at the seller come in, seller can see all the offer detail, but they can't chat. They but they can't, can't read it. They can read, exactly. They can tell the listing, well, what if the list, yeah. Hmm. So, so talk to me about this, because I had heard, you know, Purple Bricks has developed a platform that allowed a buyer and seller to talk direct without the agent. Um, we didn't uh, use that uh, kind of approach because our approach is still very much industry, the protocol, and uh, we do have the capability to open that dialogue box up. And when the, uh, the industry is mature enough, we can turn that switch. But so you plan point, on doing that, but right now you don't think it's mature enough because people in California are all hell-bent a shape about this because, you know, agents traditionally have, have and I don't want to say – have controlled the transactions and and basically what's happened is technology has removed the control they've removed the control of of searching the MLS that the agents used to have they removed the control of doing the market analysis which you know plenty of platforms have removed because you can figure out what your house is worth by yeah. about 12 different platforms now and now they're gonna now purple bricks is coming in trying to remove the control that the agents have of presenting offers so, you know, so you guys are trying to do it slower. You guys are trying to say, hey, we'll let you make an offer. We'll make it real easy for you to do a summary sheet or a letter of intent. Uh, but the, the listing agent is going to have control. Don't worry about that. Um, so actually, there are two sides if you look at it. We have uh, opened up the transparency a lot because a seller now can see every offer. At least, at least they won't be, at least the seller will know. Like in this instance this morning where this agent was, withholding this offer because she didn't like how the agent wrote it and the seller doesn't know about it. At least the seller will know. It'll go, bing, you got an offer and you'd be like, dude, what the hell? Why aren't you calling me? Where are you? I got an offer. What is it? Yeah. So the seller basically have their own dashboard. They will be able to now uh, keep um, the agent uh, honest and also the buyer as well. So the buyer can keep the listing um, agent honest. If they actually realize they, because they now have the proof. The proof is on blockchain. So it's a public ledger. No one can deny that. Even MLS coming in say, hey, you did receive that offer at that time. Even though they can't see any private information whatsoever, but they know there is a document that offer in existence. So that actually really resolved the, all this uh, dispute because uh, everything coming in in the time sequence. And you, you know, if you have five offers, you know, which one actually, you know, you can show this is mine, you know, mine coming first. And then on the other side, the, they also know if the seller actually being invited or not, if the listing agent holding off, not giving to the seller and the buyer will know. So then the, uh, the seller also will have now more control. If they see they've been invited like three days later, so they can question why you actually didn't. Yeah, what, yeah, what took so long, yeah. Exactly. So, so ba basically this already opened up a, a, a big um, kind of the, the transparency, um, you know, door really to, the, to all the uh, people involved. So then to get to the next step and really cutting off an agent, I really don't think it's a right move at the moment. And also whether in the future even, because there's a role of agent, like you said, and to bring buyer and the seller together is not an easy thing. And if you just put those two parties in the house, you know, to negotiate, and you very hard can come to the, the middle ground, you know. 
So the agent actually still need to be involved very, um, you know, actively. So that's where we need to really assess when is the right time to open up that door for buyer and seller to direct contact and whether it's the right thing to do even in the future. So we need to really see the industry, the reaction and also the maturity curve. We need to really make sure the uh, all the professionals and the um, consumers are ready for that before we actually, you know, change that model. Yeah. Um, and, and so this would be a great thing for like an REO company, an asset management company, a bank, you know, uh, who has all of their, all the contracts going to them direct anyways. Yeah. Um, and it would show who put in when. So there'd be no funny business, right? Exactly. Banks love it because like a foreclosure, for example, now yeah. they actually can't see all the offers coming. They might get like a 50 offers and an agent can say, oh, no, this is my friend's offer. You know, I present and some probably don't present. But now with this and, you know, banks very interested in using this so they can actually make sure their um, information get passed into our widget. So they get actually uh, notified simultaneously, say any offer come in. The listing agent gets that they get a notification as well so that's a really big um, big benefit to them as a member of the rockstar nation you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. So how many people do you have using this offer now button right now? How many agents would you say are using it now? Yeah, so we actually rolled out to about 10 to 12 states already. And in the, the first like four months, um, you know, after went live. And we have um, probably about a thousand users um, just in the early four digits um, uh, in our um, the app, you know, that many people. Use. Okay. And, and so what, for people listening, what, what does it cost to get an offer now button? that is attached to the blockchain so they could use it. What do they have to pay for that? So this one's free. So the uh, button actually provided for free and all the basic service is free. So we are trying to build up a premium service model, which we haven't implemented yet. But in the future, like a data analytics, you see your see inside of your offer or rental um, and then other, um, you know, um, things like uh, you can actually customize your widget and you can customize the output agreement form. So those will come as a premium service, but we haven't implemented. So at the moment, it's all free. And another layer of charge, um, we're actually thinking to implement, also the industry would like us to have, is to put a small uh, amount on the offer. So every time 
people submit an offer, we actually charge them like a dollar, for example, and give them a chance to give, uh, provide another level of identity. So for example, um, credit card or Apple ID or something. So then uh, that actually will filter out another level of pseudo offer. So we don't want people to go on, be like you said before, and you just put an offer for some, you know, really the, the ridiculous amount or something, you know, really not legitimate. So we're trying to build a, a very clean practice. So that's how we actually put in different, uh, you know, uh, authentication and identity kind of, uh, you know, check. So, uh, so it's, the experience is extremely easy and simple, but at the background, we have, you know, built a lot of logic and making sure people don't do silly things like that. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah, because I know that there's a lot of the rental platforms now allow um, people to use lockboxes that aren't real estate agents to just look at the rentals. But in order to do that, they got to they got to uh, put in their driver's license information and a credit card information, and then it charges their credit card ten dollars, and they don't get it back to look at the house. And it's not. Ten dollars because we want ten dollars. It's ten dollars just to make sure that they're serious. That if they, if they don't really want to see the house, then don't pay the ten bucks. You know what I mean? Like just walk around the outside and look through the windows, and and you could probably decide whether you might want to rent it or not. And if you're serious, pay the ten bucks. And that could be the same thing. You could say, you know, there's a charge to submit your offer, and maybe the seller gets that money, right? So there's no funny business with the agent. Um, and just say, you know, 50 bucks to submit your offer or just it's just kind of like a rental, right? Where you have a $35 processing fee where everybody knows a credit report costs $7. So why would you charge $35 rental application? Same yeah. sort of thing. You could charge an offer application, just like a rental application just goes right in. It just makes sure people are serious. Yeah, the, um, we probably, I don't think we will charge $10 or $50. It's really... Um, you know, to us, we would like to provide as much free service as possible because to us, uh, use adoption, making the whole industry um, transparent and secure, you know, and also efficient. Is no, but uh, it, the money would go to the seller, no, not no. to you. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we don't really want to handle the, the money. Transfer. Well, how, how would you solve that problem then? How would you... How would you make sure that they're serious? You, just, you say what you would do is get their credit card information and a driver's license, but you wouldn't do anything with it, but it would just be a show, show a, a good faith effort on their part. Yeah, so if the agent wants to charge it, they can charge outside of platform, that's no problem. But for us, the, the, that's what we call usage cost because blockchain actually does require, they charge us, they charge Shelterzone. Every time we actually generate um, smart contracts, we have to pay a, a small usage cost. Then plus all our... Um, infrastructure you know the technology cost so this is how we try to introduce that fee is a, a the usage fee not not a like a face you know put down a good face fee to go just to go to see a rental property so if the agent feels they want to do that they can do outside of platform but for us the rental uh, you know it's going to be extremely affordable like we're talking about less than a dollar we're not really talking about um, you know, the $10 or $50. It's more for the convenience and also the, the overheads, you know, we have to absorb. Um, but we haven't got to the stage how to define the pricing model yet. And we, uh, we're sure there are many other ways of making sure people don't put in 
uh, kind of pseudo offer. So, um, so yeah, the, the pricing will really come later. And at the moment, you know, we just try to let people enjoy as much as they, they can. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and talk to me about how this is one of the things you say that the benefit to this um, verse is uh, traditional ways of doing things is it's tamper proof. Tell me about that. So the way blockchain works, why it's so amazing, the concept is so different from traditional technology. Um, blockchain actually uses the distributed method. So when you actually create an offer for in this uh, example, you generate the uh, Ethereum smart contracts and that offer gets distributed out to hundreds of thousands of computers around the world or millions. It depends on the, the, how big the network is. And in a traditional sense, you only have one copy of offer and in a, on a centralized kind of server. So your seller, your buyer, your agent all come in, change some term, and you may need to initial that, get a witness to um, you know, prove yeah, you did change that. But everyone touching just one copy. So it can really the, uh, get a bit muddled up. You know, yes. And then you can make change. Like I'm dealing with this now, right? I'm, I'm uh, doing a contract uh, for the sale of a company that I own part of. Yeah. And the document's been changed like 100 times. And by the time that I sign it, I'm not going to know if, they're using the form that we had a week ago or two weeks ago, you know, and I, I don't want to sit down and read the whole thing again. You know what I mean? I mean, so, so that's what you're saying is everyone's using the same exact form and the changes are all logged in there. That's right. But uh, blockchain actually is very different. So each version of your uh, offer is actually like a one record and maintained by hundreds of thousands of computers around the world. You can use your private key to access that. And you are the only one who can see that record. So even if this, uh, you know, around the entire world, it's only you with a private key can access it. Everything's uh, encrypted, you know, then um, it's impossible for anyone to um, change anything. And if you think about you have uh, CIA, you have uh, KGB, and any of those kind of organizations try to crack that, you won't be able to crack that. That's how secure it is. And also it's tamper-proof because it's impossible for anyone to go around the whole world changing that many records. So once that's, uh, that version is in, it's locked. So it's like blocked. You can't really reverse or anything. Then the next version, um, you know, come in, it's another block. So it's another record gets distributed out. So you build up many, many versions until the point both buyer and the seller accept that offer. So it creates the acceptance. So this is your final version. But as a, a, a consumer or um, agent involved in the transaction, you will be able to go back to see each version, what has been changed so on our dashboard. So you will see all the highlighted fields, what has been changed. So it's extremely cool, you know, to follow through the whole, the entire process. Wow. I, you know, I do like that. I do. I, I'm, I'm dealing with that now, like I said, myself, and, and I understand the need for that because you just don't know, uh, did this get changed? Did this get whited out? Did this get, you know, whatever, you know? Um, 
And uh, also the programmers, you know, uh, all can actually go in, access your information, and they might, you know, not, not saying they're doing the wrong thing, but they may need to do some urgent maintenance and, you know, could actually to put something in or whatever, but with blockchain, it's impossible. So even us, Shoutism, as a service provider, we can't even see what's inside. So we're not able to grab any of your private information, you know, even in the business of selling your data or package up, giving other people your buyer leads or anything. That's impossible. So um, that is the reason we wanted the blockchain because we want our consumer to feel very secure. They're the only one who actually can control the data, who can see the data. And the, one of the reasons we found, no one has really um, been actively promoting online offer because consumers not really um, comfortable with that because there will be some resistance in um, you know, buyers or renters. They feel they're putting so much information of themselves and including even bank statement, financial situation, and who knows what people are going to do with their data, you know, and it can get lost, can get hacked. But now with blockchain, this um, concern immediately goes away. Yeah, you know, it reminds me, like, I, you know, there was one point in my career, I remember I had a contract, and we had an addendum, right? And uh, the other agent uh, removed it. And didn't tell anyone, right? And then when an issue came up with it, he goes, no, that wasn't part of the contract. I said, yes, it was. He said, no, it's not in here. Look. Um, and then I started, like, labeling the addendums, addendum number one, addendum number two. And then in the body of the contract, I have a really big addendums number one through 12, right? Um, <laughs> But then they could always take number 12 and make it something else, right? And yeah. say, oh, yeah, them number 12 is in there, but, you know, it's something different now. So this makes sure that there's no fraud. Like you say, tamper proofs it. That's right. And then no fraud as well. That's why so many governments now trying to move a lot of things onto blockchain. The uh, Dubai um, Land Department, you know, they are basically having major uh, projects to move all real estate onto blockchain and being mandated by Dubai government. So by 2019, 2020, every real estate company, you know, all government departments have to be on blockchain. And uh, quite a few other countries are now following that kind of, uh, you know, trend. Yeah. Wow. Amazing, amazing. Well, uh, Chow, this is this has been really good. I really appreciate you coming on and, and explaining this to our listeners. Um, I'm going to put all of your information. Uh, let's see, how can I do this? I'm, I'm going to do. I'm going to do it with ShelterZoom. I'm going to say, hybendigital.com backslash ShelterZoom will be all of her information. Hybendigital.com backslash ShelterZoom if you would like to reach out to her. And uh, where's your free gift that you're bringing us today? Yeah, so we got a couple of uh, free gifts. The first one is um, a really quick summary um, to compare the blockchain technology with uh, traditional technology. Because I think that's actually quite important for, um, it's part of like a bit of education processes. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I haven't really found any good websites really summarizing in such a simple way. So I just put a really simple table so uh, your listeners can really understand, you know, in a very simple, plain English. And then uh, the other thing, um, I have written a byline article recently. It's really 
explaining why real estate and blockchain is such a good match. It's almost matching the heaven. And uh, so give them some insights, um, you know, why actually it's really a good technology for real estate, even though we know there are a lot of other industries, like financial industry, supply chain, all being very, very big on blockchain. And also NAR now has an um, in innovative lab really focusing on blockchain because they also see it's a big future for real estate. So I actually contributed by writing an article. So hopefully your listeners can enjoy as well. That's awesome. Thank you for, for bringing those. And um, guys, that will be at hybendigital.com backslash shelter zoom. I'm also going to put them all in the agent success toolbox, which you can get on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or just text the word toolbox to 444-999. That will be in there among many, many other items of utilities that all of our guests have brought over time. Uh, Chow, thank you so much again. Best of luck to you. And uh, if I'm ever in your area, I will uh, look you up. We'll get together and break some bread. Great. Thank you so much, Pat. I really enjoyed the interview. Yeah. Thank you for your, um, yeah, for your kind words and all the opportunity. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.